What's up, Tyler? How are you, man? There's so much to talk about. Last time we had you. Is pimping easy? Very, it's dark, it's sarcastic, it's... Have you ever stuck a light bulb in a potato with the toothpicks and the water? It doesn't work. How are these kids doing this? I knew you'd get that. It's called <laughs> blank or porn title. Don't don't try this at home is, is, is what we're saying. And we're back. Eric, you have to unmute yourself. Because I muted you. Oh, I didn't even realize. <laughs> how can you mute me all the time, man? Like, I'm tired of because being Because you started laughing, and then I started laughing. <laughs> I started laughing because I wrote the title of this episode, and it says, and to all a good shite. Nothing? Not bad. Not bad. Anyway, right. so this is the final episode of the year, episode 157. And because it's the final episode of the year, we had to go out big and bring in Ashley Lana with us. Ashley, what's going on? Woo! Hi, how are Ashley. you? Hi. Oh, man. Welcome back. Happy holidays. Happy, Happy holidays. holidays. <laughs> yeah you really threw me off because you started laughing during the intro and i had to look away it, it's it's because i saw the name the title of the episode and i looked at tyler and i was like i don't think he's gonna think it's funny but i think it's funny and then that made it funny and then i don't know things like that happen a lot i don't know if i told the story tyler but we were recording and it was me you and smugs and i asked you what would happen if someone came to prices right with a shirt that says bob is an orange face and you said that they would take them out, but <laughs> you said they would take them out. <laughs> so the story is not funny. It's not. You, you said they would take them out back and club their knees. <laughs> and, Sounds right. And I was trying to tell Ashley the story and I couldn't fucking compose myself. Oh, is this and, the story? Yes. <laughs> oh my God. So I was trying to tell Ashley the story and she's like, She's just sitting there with like, you know, wide eyed and she's like nodding her head, like trying to listen to me. And then and then she's like, no part of that story was funny, but I really enjoyed seeing you laugh. I love how as you were telling the story, I, I like feel like I never heard it before. And I l- like looked at Tyler and like, okay, well, the story's not going to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I, right. Oh, I, uh... <laughs> I, I think it's hilarious. Uh, we have so much to go over and we have Ashley here. So we're taking full, full advantage. I'm not doing blank or porno because of the time constraints that we have here. I want to start off with Eric's fun fact. I, I saw something and it just killed me. And maybe it wasn't funny, but I thought it was funny. So anyway, I got some uh, information on it. I saw a meme a few weeks back and it said, you're telling me that Julius Caesar, who has been dead for well over 70 years, made this salad. And the person who responded to it wrote, technically, you aren't wrong with that number, but I just hate it. So that's fucking brilliant. My head hurts. He's been <laughs> dead over 70 years, Tyler. I yeah no I, I yeah it's true right actually phase yeah it's true but you get this phase as if you know how people normally get the punchline face after the punchline you yeah. get it throughout the entire fucking joke <laughs> <laughs> because I'm excited I'm excited for the reaction for, especially from the two of you who it's like it's hard to get you guys but when I get you guys it's good so I'm I'm just dying for the reaction it's like a lot of times I'll send each of you like a meme the second I see that it's seen I start laughing already because I'm like oh god you guys are watching it right now so it's just hilarious <laughs> already so well we're glad that we're here for your entertainment yeah Thank it's you. quite amusing Thank you. Thank you. You're my two favorite people. And I'm so happy that that, you know, we're ending this year together like this. But I do want to give the actual fact, you know, because, yes, Caesar did die well over 70 years ago. That's a fact. But (laughs) Caesar salad was actually invented in the 1920s by Caesar Cardini. He's an Italian chef who owned a restaurant in Tijuana, Mexico. He moved to Tijuana from California to avoid prohibition. And it was here on July 4th, 1924, where Caesar is believed to have invented the Caesar salad. Caesar cobbled together seven seven ingredients. Whole leaves of romaine lettuce, a raw egg yolk, Italian olive oil, grated Parmigiano Reggiano cheese, Worcestershire sauce, and lime juice. Uh, he also added sauce. Worcestershire <laughs> sauce. That's what I said. You said, you said it the first time. <laughs> I you didn't I, say it the second time. I don't know what that was, but you said I'm it the first time. I'm doing my best, Tyler. If actually, if you could spell it right now, I'll give you. I'll give you five dollars if you could spell it. Uh, I need a piece of paper and pen because it's not how it sounds. Obviously, yeah, but. Yeah, $5 challenge right now, actually, if you want it, if you want it. Um, the final thing he did was add a round slice of baguette, nicely toasted, and that was the Caesar salad. So, fun fact. That's interesting. Where, I does, know that. where does the egg yolk come in? Is that just the original recipe for it? Because I, I, unless I'm missing something, if it's part of the dressing or something now. That's just what he did with it. I'm not sure, well, what, you know, what, where, where 
that belongs but yeah that's what that's what he did for it and here's where the anchovies came in when when the anchovies came in yeah that's also part of it right i mean that's that yeah. is part of the 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 thing but i think that's like more of like when you start dressing it but that's just what he did and that was the base of the salad and then after that you know there's chicken caesar salad there's a hundred different kinds of caesar salad but that's the base of it it is the best italian created mexican fourth of july salad ever it, <laughs> it really is and then i have a little bit of eric news to share with all of you guys hashtag eric luck i went to my mom's house in the middle of the day and i stopped there and you know anytime you go to a parent's house they they force feed you you know what i'm talking about tyler yeah they're like eat something you're you're all skin and bone and so she had a box of chocolate bars and I went and grabbed one. This is a fucking sealed box of chocolate bars and just individually wrapped chocolate bars. So I went and grabbed one and I opened it and I saw like it looked like it had been like fiddled with a little bit, but it looked closed. And I open it and this thing has four squares of chocolate that make up a full bar. This one had three. There was one very noticeably missing and it super looked like it was bit. Like it didn't look like it was factory malfunction. Like someone fucking bit this shit and then they wrapped it. And of course, that's the one that I got. The same culprit that didn't that just gave you a fucking empty pizza box. No, it's the <laughs> ones that uh, that that took a, a row of Girl Scout cookies from the box that I bought. God, that's insanity! I, I don't understand how everything that comes into your hand, like it's missing the essential part. Like I buying movies is hard for you. You don't even get the disc. Yeah, <laughs> you just get a plastic case. It's it's, it's true. incredible. It's true. It's true. It's fucking horrible. One more thing that I want to bring up is I forgot to mention on the last episode that we were together. The Friendsgiving that we had, Tyler and I were sitting next to each other and we were playing Cards Against Humanity and I got a card with an image on it. Ashley, have you ever played Cards Against Humanity? Yeah, I love it. You love it? And you're like a wordsmith person too. So like, I bet like you come up with like crazy shit, right? It's like the one game where I hyperventilate the entire time. It's so funny to me. <laughs> yeah. Do, it's, you, it's... do you actually play the cards with the two fill in the blanks? Sometimes. You do? Well, okay. Like... Yeah, we, we trash those immediately. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Play, um, you don't know what order it's supposed to be in. Okay, I'm. it's on topic, but slightly off topic. Did you guys ever play the meme one? What do you mean? No, your meme? Oh, yeah. yeah, what do you mean? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That one fucking wrecks me. Yeah, it's like, great. Oh, God, it's so funny. It's 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 really good. We should do that one time, like, on an Instagram live or something like that. Like, do a round or two of that. We could do it on we here. On, yeah, but we don't post videos, and Tyler doesn't like his face to be shown. Ah, uh, mm, we'll figure yeah. it out. 2024. Yeah. <laughs> so... So I got this card and it was a picture card, which I haven't seen these before. This is just some expansion pack to the Cards Against Humanity. And it had an older lady and she was clutching her chest and sitting on the floor. And I thought it was hilarious. And Tyler's sitting right next to me. So I covered, you know, the 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 wording of it so I wouldn't give anything away. And I showed it to Tyler and Tyler's <laughs> Tyler said right away. Oh. <laughs> I said this adrenaline shot has an air bubble in it. <laughs> So and, he said, and then Eric turned completely blood red. Yeah, when I said that, it was great. You see the veins in his head. It was awesome. Oh man, Bro, yeah. Tyler said that shit, and, and we recovering. both fucking we just fucking lost it. And it's 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 tough, especially because Tyler recovers right away, and I fucking kept laughing. I just thought it was insane. It was super funny. I wonder if I can find it right now. See, you post it later. Yeah, I have it. I have a picture of it. Oh, you do? Oh, fine. Yeah, I have a picture Great. of it. I'll, I'll, I'll post that up and I'll include it with the story. Um, the final thing I want to talk about before we get into this holiday episode featuring Ashley Lana. Ashley, you got you got food poisoning. Well, technically, uh -oh. I, I didn't get food poisoning. I got... <laughs> you got like, restaurant poisoning. I got three weeks later food poisoning. Uh-huh. Okay, so... Oh, Tyler, sit back. So... Oh, boy. As I said, three weeks prior to discovering this information, let me put my coffee down because <clears throat> <laughs> I might barf. So three weeks prior to discovering what I'm about to say, I took a picture of this Donair poutine that I got, which for those of you who don't know, it's French fries, gravy, cheese with Donair sauce and Donair meat. Okay. Same page. Mm -hmm. Okay. I decided to brag because Eric said foodie. And I sent it to him and I'm like, look what I got. And he's like, that looks so delicious. And then you made a point, Eric, to say, wow, they don't skimp on the Donair meat. Do you remember this? I do. They went heavy. Yeah, covered. Mm -hmm. So I remember as I was eating it thinking, oh, this Donair meat just tastes kind of weird. It tasted sweet old, but it wasn't the sauce. I knew this because I've ordered this before. So anyways, I let it be, whatever. 
Fast forward three weeks later, I decide to go on Google. And you know how when you go to Google, the first thing that pops up are like, oh, recommendations, like trending Mm -hmm. searches. Right. Well, Mm -hmm. one of them, normally it's all, sorry, you guys, it's always America shit. It's always like crap (laughs) that that happens in America. But what came up was Edmonton Cosmic Pizza. Yeah, I'm dropping names because this is fucking gross. And I clicked it. So in Edmonton, there's three locations of Cosmic Pizza. And it's normally my go-to order because I'm a night owl after one in the morning. Let me read this. Edmonton Pizza Shop ordered to close due to moldy garlic, soiled laundry, and, quote, heavy infestation of rodents. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. So... I continue to read because I wanted to know exactly which location it was. And it's the one location where you can order till like ever. I'm going to, no, I'm going to read it. I'm going to say it. Edmonton Southeast End Cosmic Pizza ordered to close. Closed by Alberta Health Services. And I Googled it today and it still says it's open. And that makes me really nervous. This is the part that made me nauseous. So I immediately sent this to Eric because I'm starting to get sick. Because I immediately had Vietnam flashbacks to that Donaire poutine that I got. And I, I said to myself, this tastes weird. I'm going to I'm gonna fucking barf. Okay. <sighs> okay. Uh-oh. This is so gross. Food protection and it's labeled critical. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Pack- packaging was stored on the ground and in direct contact with mouse droppings and urine. Oh, my God. We're not done here. Sit back. Mouse droppings were on food equipment and food. A pan containing bacon, chicken, and deli meats together had liquid pooling and contaminated the meats. And here is where I read halfway through the sentence, vomited in my mouth, and had to run to the bathroom. Donaire meat was being stored in the walk-in cooler in plastic takeout bags with holes in them, The bags were sitting directly on shelving units that were insanitary with a buildup of mildew, grease, and debris. Oh, God. Oh, my God. That's what I was fucking tasting in that donaire meat that I was bragging to Eric about. And this this is the last part. A bag of soiled laundry was being stored on the food prep table in direct contact with a brick of cheese. Corey and Christopher <laughs> are losing their minds right now. Oh my god, that's fucking horrible. So so you got sick after the fact. I mean, it, it tasted a little bit off when you had it, but then when you read this, like it just you could taste it all over again, right? I'm keto, so I'm gonna tell everybody that I'm keto. This was my cheat meal. This was oh, my man. this is my oh, oh no. I'm gonna you know? So a part of me thought, well, this meat tastes weird, but maybe something else is off because I don't normally eat it. God damn it. Trust your gut, people. <laughs> Literally. That's so bad. Oh my God. That's so fucking bad. I, I would lose to, my fucking mind. I Just a simple request. The chefs that follow you, please message me after you hear this and tell me what is going on in your mind. I need to know because what, how bad does it have to be to be critical? Like, are you warned that there's going to be a health inspection or is it sneak? Like, what goes on? I need to know. I need to fucking know because I'm never ordering from a mom pop store ever again. Oh, Jeez. okay. So that was kind of going to be my next question. But I, because you said there was three locations in Edmonton, I was wondering if this was like a big Canadian chain. Well, I don't think so. Cause like, I don't know what's considered a chain more like, like, three is a bigger, you know, I like, I like over 20 throughout the country, I guess. Like, do they have them in Ontario and stuff? Like, or is it, or is it like a local place? I'm really not sure because. All the locations, they're not like standalone. They're always in like strip mall areas. Oh. I can no, feel man. it coming back. <laughs> oh, you have to take like penicillin for this? <laughs> you should just no. go into their kitchen and get some moldy bread and make your own. Okay, yeah. <laughs> according to this, there's, oh, it's just saying Alberta. Maybe it's all, only Alberta. One, two, three, four. Eric, $5 challenge. Eat one of these with the doner meat. No. Call me in three weeks. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. According to this, there's 11 in Alberta. Damn, so they're doing well. Yeah, so they're, they're, I'm sure they all got a kick in their ass, hopefully, by this. Yeah. I I hate to say it. I usually order from there. I'm never going to order from there again. Like, I'll pay the extra fucking 
$15 to get it from Boston Pizza or something like that. Yeah. Jeez. Thank you for sharing your story, Ashley. You're so brave. I feel brave. I'm a survivor. <laughs> it, it hurts when you lose like a good mom and pop. Pizza it, really it really does. It really does. It really fucking does. There's a place that Tyler and I eat at like all the fucking time and, and um, they look clean. But everyone looks clean on the front of the house, right, Tyler? Like, you don't know what's going on behind that wall. And and I, I really hope to God it never happens to them. Uh, shout out to Bad Boys Pizza. Sorry, last last bit. Yeah, yeah, please. There's, yeah. This, uh, there's this other place that I used to order from prior to Cosmic Pizza. And it's called, I don't want to, I don't want to, I'm not going to say it. But it's this one area that's kind of in this quiet little, like next to a 7-Eleven. It's kind of unknown. And they have like where you can get 40 wings for like 20 bucks, right? Nice. And they're really good wings. They're not the shitty tiny ones. They're really good. And the pizzas are delicious. And they have like the extra size pizzas, like 18, 24 inch pizzas. Massive. There we go. Yep. Yeah. And they're open 24 seven. I would order from there and I've never had an issue with there except after reading this cosmic pizza thing. One thing I do know about this other location is when you walk into this other location, it looks like there should be mice running around. Whereas oh, no. the Cosmic oh. Pizza, I'm actually never going to order from those little places again. Pizza 73, you're on call. Remember that KFC that had like literally the rats like just jumping on the tables? I, I think it was like that. in New York or something. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. It's and they're still around. But that's that doesn't true. surprise me. Like, sorry, New York. But every time they depict New York, there's like rats. It, there is yeah it's like that it's it's 100 percent true like you go on a on a subway they're in the tracks you go in the street there's like on the stairs it's it's just part of new york yeah big ones big ones yeah like good fucking and these and the the weird thing with new york rats is they're not afraid like they're <laughs> very they're very aware that you're a person and you're not an alien to them you're not like some giant to them they're like oh it's a person right between your legs they have a day job like they're going to work too like yeah yeah on to happier things. This is Ashley's favorite time of the year. This is the holidays. This is the Christmas time of year. I have a ton, a ton of Christmas facts. I have a little bit of dark history also because Ashley's here. I have movies. I have music. I have all kinds of fun stuff. Let's get right into it. The average Christmas tree has been growing for quite a while. Most Christmas tree varieties take a minimum of six to eight years to grow six to seven feet. The average Christmas tree size. Growing up, because Tyler, I'm sure you had in your house, and Ashley, I, I know you love Christmas. Are you guys real or or the fake tree people? Ashley, go for it. No, Tyler, you please go first. I feel like <laughs> I'm gonna. I feel like I'm just. Gonna, I love Christmas. Okay, keep going. So I, I I've been for as long as I've had a tree in the house, which is only the past few years. It's 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 been a fake tree, but um, that's because you know we fold it, throw it under the bed, and just wait till the next year and just pop it right back up. That that that's me. What about you guys? We uh we. Did the full grown strap the tree to the roof when we were kids. Mm-hmm. And then basically when all the kids moved out, parents got older, everyone's back sucks. So now they just get the same old Costco bought tree out of the box. From the, <laughs> the fake one then. The fake one. Yeah. The pre-lit, the whole thing. Yeah. They just need to set up the, the ornaments, right? They hardly even take down the ornaments. They just like, take the <laughs> whole thing out of the box and like, here, put the thing on top. We're done. Take a picture. It's funny, it's funny they don't shove it in the closet all the uh, 11 months out of the year. That wrap it in mm-hmm. cellophane wrap? No. Oh, it's genius. To to lock in the freshness? (laughs) (laughs) No, they like, they take the tree as it is, and then they wrap it in saran wrap with the decorations Uh, on. And I'm like, that's genius. But I don't. That's smart. It's inflation. You know how much a box of saran wrap is nowadays? But it's genius. (laughs) It's cheaper to buy a new tree every year. That's a good idea, actually. Is it? I like that. So Ashley, do you you go natural or do you you get like the, the fake tree? Before I lived in the city. I used to always have the natural trees because my grandparents, both of them had like natural Christmas trees. And my mom and I had this tradition from when I was like Maggie Simpson in a snowsuit and couldn't run like tiny. And we lived out in Northern Alberta. My mom, (laughs) we would get into the truck, just her and I with this dull axe and saw, and we would drive the back roads until we found a tree that looked nice. Now, more often than not, they were usually on some farm property. But in Alberta, because we have so much farmland, there would be a good 500 to 1,000 yard jump where you would have to run from the road to the tree line. Oh, shit. Oh, boy. And then there would be a fence. But this was part of the fun. What we would do was we would jump the fence, run into the bushes, find our tree, 
get it down and then cut the top of the tree off. And then we would drag it back to the truck. But every time a car would drive by, we would go down, down, down. And we would like (laughs) fall into the snow because the snow would be probably about five to six feet in these pastures. Right. Yeah. And the fun part was illegally getting the tree back to the truck before anyone saw it. And I loved it. And I don't do it anymore, obviously. But once I moved to the city, it was the fake trees. I don't know how much they are for you guys, but to go buy like a six tiny five to six foot Christmas tree here is 70 bucks. Is that that's how much trees cheap. are now? That's very cheap. That's cheap? That's very that's cheap. Now. And that's what I said. I, I was telling my friend, I was like, it's crazy how with all this inflation, Christmas tree prices have not changed. Because yeah. they were 70 bucks to buy at tree farms when I was a kid. Yeah, oh, that's, that's, ve- that's very, very cheap. Like here, I don't know. I don't know that you could find something like you could find that here January 3rd when everything's on clearance, you know, and, and well, what not is it even now? What's it here? Like, I mean, they're all kinds of prices, but 70 bucks for, for a, a tree like that, that would be that's that's expensive, man. Do you Fuck guys or, $70 that's for cheap, cheap. Sorry. You guys don't have pine trees in California, do you? They they ship them from I think Oregon and places like that. Like they come all across the U.S. There's a huge huge uh, market for that in in uh, in California. I mean, in every one of our grocery stores, the major ones, they'll have a, a corner of the lot sectioned off, and and that's where, like Tyler said, when he was a kid, you would go and pick yeah. out a tree, and they would put like something on the roof, right, Tyler, like a tarp, and then just they, tie it to the roof st- of the car. Yeah, they would. Wow, if you got a tarp, that's pretty awesome. We just had that shit tied to the tree. Yeah, Clark Griswold. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You just have the roots hanging out. I'm really surprised that. I'm surprised they're not more expensive where you guys are. Because, for example, I can open my back window and see a pine tree right now. Yeah, it's, it is it is expensive like, here. It is, it is expensive here because it's imported and because it's like a seasonal thing. They take full advantage. They take full advantage. It, it's very so expensive here. How much are they there for like a tree? Average tree? Real. It's it's going to be like, yeah, it's it's going to be some a good amount of money. I mean, I've had fake all these years, but I, I know they're not cheap. Because here, they're $70 for a five to six foot tree and you can get bigger ones. So if they're yeah. the same price where you guys are, I see it makes sense for them to be more expensive where you guys are because they're imported. Whereas like mm-hmm. here, they're not like they're everywhere, especially in Alberta. Yeah. But yeah, we're also them, a like, huge weeds ass nature, nature reserve, right? So that's why we would pay more. That makes it's, sense too. I'm looking at the uh, Home Depot webpage here, and <laughs> for six to seven feet, it's ninety dollars. Yeah. For seven to eight, it's a hundred and ten. Yeah. So that's where we are now. Oh my god, eight to nine is a hundred and seventy. Hot damn! So that's a that, that's a good size, man. Um, on to the next fact I have here. An estimated 85% of American kids believe in Santa Claus, and the average age uh, when children stop believing is eight, according to a 2018 International Exeter Santa survey. Bonus fact. During the months of November and December, Santa receives around 32,000 letters from these believers. I close my eyes and I see Ashley writing letters to Santa. She's just such a Christmas person. Of course I did. I still have my letters from Santa. I would have read you one if you would have told me you were this thing. I still have them. I know exactly where they are. That's adorable. There was postage due. Why do you have them? Yeah. It's letter back. Yeah. So I I wonder if I still remember it. This is off the top of my head because the North Pole is above us, right? In Canada. Right. And you would send it to um, Santa Claus at the North Pole. And the postal code was H-O-H-O-H-O. Nice. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah. I was so excited every year. And then I remember when they introduced the news broadcasters, they would put up Santa's route where he was and you could watch him the entire way. Oh, I loved Uh, it. mm -hmm. And then my grandparents would, because we were farm kids, all we did was try and kill ourselves. While we were (laughs) sleeping, they would go on the roof. Like we're talking 60, 70 year old people would go on the roof and they would put up fake deer feet santa boots on top and then they'd be like ashley he was here oh that's i loved so it cute. wow that's so cute and that's magical all out. yeah and then one year my grandma told me that he was fake and my mom was livid why she was though? why'd she do that why'd she destroy the uh the whole thing she's, she's probably really scared for her it. grandfather to have to go back up there she's like ashley dude the guy's uh, fake. just fucking grandpa maybe. get off the ladder <laughs> it's my fault <laughs> i'm not normally a snooper but I went into the laundry room and it was like November and I found wrapped Christmas presents and uh. they were signed to Ashley from Santa. And I asked my grandma and rather than making up like a story, which she could have done, he's not real, Ashley. And oh, when no. I, I called my mother crying and she was so mad Oh god! because I used to be that kid that didn't sleep at Christmas time. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, I want to say I was like seven or eight years old. Yeah, I sleep sound. Yeah. <laughs> so sad i want to cry dude that's so wow. sad like you all can't see little ashley's face right now she's so cute look at her so you this is a, telling, you're lying grandma a, you're lying like this is a public service announcement let your kids believe in yeah. this stuff let Please. them enjoy it because their childhood is so like so short and i hate kids Okay, yeah. <laughs> let them have this. Let them be joyous. <laughs> Public service announcement from Ashley. I I I think I said it last. What was it, Tyler? No, no, go go. I'll... I I said it last year, Ashley. Um, when I was a kid, because you know, because I'm an immigrant to this country, and because we're Jewish, I was. I remember we would go to the mall with my dad around this time, and I was like, oh my god, like what is Santa and all this? He's like, if Santa existed, why would we all be here at the mall right now fighting each other? Damn, and, you know, just like straight up, and I'm like, oh okay. Cool. And I'm like, but all my friends, yeah, don't tell any of your friends. I'm like, okay. So that was my there's experience a, with Santa Claus. <laughs> there's a hard period right at the end of that sentence, man. Exactly. Fuck. Yeah. He's like, why are we all here at the mall buying presents if Santa's real? I'm like, good point. Least he told you. Least he told you not to tell other yeah. kids. Yeah, yeah. He told me. Yeah. He's like, don't don't tell anyone about it. That that's you know, you're an adult now. Like that was my bar mitzvah, right? <laughs> yeah. Then you're now a man. I there was obviously kids who would tell me that Santa's not real, like, oh, you still believe in Santa. But it wasn't, I was at that age where you only believed adults. Yeah. So it didn't matter how many kids told me he wasn't real. It was if your parents said he was real. And when my yeah. grandmother said it, like she could have made up a lie and I would have believed it. Like, oh, he had a lot this year. So he just sent them out early and told us like, <laughs> dude, you could have went elaborate with that. And I would have bought it because yeah. I wanted to believe, right? I That's just so need sad. to believe. That's so Ugh. sad. This is so an awful episode for me. <laughs> so when you found out about Santa, did was it like a domino fall for the rest of them with like Tooth Fairy, Easter Bunny, all that stuff? Or was that if that was ever part of the equation growing up? I've never believed in the Easter Bunny. Oh, my God. It was my grandma, oh. too. My grandma. <laughs> it was the one that <laughs> God, she's out of control. My grandma was the one who made me realize the Tooth Fairy because and here's grandmother this is what happened and she, she's dead now god rest her soul so i can't get mad at her but the tooth fairy so my tooth came out and i get super excited i fell asleep woke up there was no money under my pillow so i went and i told my grandma like oh the tooth fairy probably thinks i'm at my at home and then i go i go do whatever i want and then i remember my grandma saying oh i think the tooth fairy came and i'm like did she yeah did yeah she? there and then there and then there was money under my pillow um uh, yeah <laughs> oh, damn <laughs> Hold it like uh, it is. Damn, Ashley's going through it, man. Food poisoning. <laughs> you know, Santa this Claus, a- Tooth Fairy. Like, she's not coming back on with us 2024. <laughs> the only reason why I'm still really in a good mood right now is because we're talking about Christmas, and I fucking love it. Well, I have more for you, Ashley. I have more for you. A Charlie Brown Christmas was originally intended to be a full-length oh. Coca-Cola commercial. Really? Um, oh? Yeah. A Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown? Charlie Brown. Char- you said Charlie Brown. I swear to God. <laughs> Charlie Brown Christmas was originally intended to be a full-length Coca-Cola commercial. You said Charlie Brown. I swear to God. Though less dark and more surprising, The Adventures of Peanuts Gang in the 1965 film A Charlie Brown Christmas were were originally intended to be a commercial for the uh, soda Coke. The original film included titles, slides, telling viewers that the program was sponsored by the Coca-Cola company. In response to changing attitudes about the product placement over the years, CBS quietly edited out all references to Coke in the program. That's kind of neat. So there Is you this go. Lost media now finding the original version with the Coca-Cola slides. So I yep. have I have an interesting thing here, and I want to follow it up with a question to Ashley. Leaving out milk and cookies became a ritual during the Great Depression. Leaving out milk and cookies for Santa Claus got its tradition and became a practice. According to the History Channel, parents encouraged children to leave cookies out for Santa Claus in the time of the economic hardship to show that you should always be grateful for things that you have and that giving was just as good as receiving. Did little Ashley leave out cookies and milk? Damn right she did. There you go. Dude, if I was in Canada right now, I'd pinch your cheek. Like, this is adorable, man. (laughs) And then I would, I always took it one step further. I even left out carrots for the reindeer. (laughs) Damn. Full service stuff, man. I've never... I've never heard of any child actually considering the reindeer. That's amazing. Despite popular belief, I'm a very loving person. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. And then my uh, my mom would always 
like eat it and like pretend to like she would leave crumbs yeah she was great or she is she's still alive i guess hi mom <laughs> it, it's good you're great you didn't wake up and see your grandma sitting in the chair with the carrot in her hand or something you know <laughs> jeez uh, uh, let's talk about christmas worldwide we talked about america and, and uh about the u.s and canada a little bit in japan all i want for christmas is kfc Forget the Christmas turkey. For many Japanese traditional Christmas, dinner is Kentucky fried chicken. Due to a combination of tiny Japanese ovens and clever marketing campaign, convincing locals that fried chicken is a traditional American Yuletide feast, reservations have made have to be made months ahead for Christmas Day in Japan. Ashley, you are Christmas queen. Would you consider eating KFC on Christmas? As a side. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I can't believe that the, the best part about this is how they convince the Japanese that Americans did it. Yeah. Not like, oh, hey, mm-hmm. here's a good alternative, but no. yeah, the, the America does it. So yeah, if you yeah. want to be cool like Tyler, you eat KFC on uh, Christmas. KFC's fucking good, though. So if it wants to be like an appy, sure. It is fascinating how much like it is beloved there. I, I've seen like some YouTube videos, what, like it's taken this time of year, and, and they, they show it. It's got, you know, the windows are full of the advertisement. It's really amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's total fraud that we do that on, <laughs> on Christmas, but it's really amazing to watch, good, you know, how, good marketing. how into it they are. Yeah. No, seriously. Hats off to them. Um, how about in Norway? In Norway, they say, hide your broom. Norwegians believe that Christmas Eve coincides with the arrival of evil spirits and witches. It is only logical then that Norwegian households hide their brooms before they go to bed. After all, nothing spoils Christmas quicker than finding your broom broken in pieces at the foot of the tree, trashed by some joyriding witch. Damn. So this is interesting. So my grandma, you know, Christmas Uh Easter, like ruiner. She was no, she was Norwegian. Now I'm not Norwegian. My mom was adopted. She was adopted into a Norwegian Ukrainian family. So my grandma used to do that. Really? But she never told me why. She would just always hide the broom. And she hustled. Like, she would grab it and, like, kind of run. And then she would say, like, because the witches are going to put it somewhere. And I just, I loved it. I loved it. There were so many creatures. But she didn't believe in Santa? Grandma. Yeah, right? But the witches, yeah, hide the broom. But Santa's not real. Yeah. So, wait, was the is the witch, like, the, the villain against Santa? in Nor- Like, I, I don't know how this fits in to the Christmas kind of... Yeah, the portal to the evil world is just open. So while Santa's doing his thing, the witches are also doing their thing. Oh, it's not okay. it's not one against the other. It's just two things that happen to be out at the same time. Like they probably head not each other. Like Santa sees them and, you know, he gives them like, you know, like the hey, how you doing? And they just go about their business. There's a movie here somewhere. I, I'm fascinated by this, too. We will get to the movies shortly, Tyler. But um, I went one time with my mom to buy a couch and we were talking to the salesman and he's like trying to stall with us. And my mom's like, you know, why are you stalling? And he's like, oh, my mother-in-law's in town and all this stuff. And and I was like, oh, you guys know how I talk to everyone. I'm like, oh, cool. How long is she here? Well, she came in on her broom yesterday. So <laughs> as soon as he said that shit, I fucking started laughing like hell. And my mom didn't understand what he said. And he didn't think it was funny. <laughs> so it's just me laughing. And, and he and my mom continued talking. But yeah, his mother-in-law <laughs> came in with the broom yesterday. So that's fucking hilarious. Oh, I love a good mother-in-law joke. (laughs) I don't care how dumb they are. For real. Uh, In Caracas, Venezuela, get your skates on. In the week leading up to Christmas, Venezuelans uh, attend a daily church service called Misa de Aguinaldo. Um, It's (laughs) Ashley, how how did I do? Just keep going. Sorry. Uh, In the capital, capital, Caracas, it is customary to travel to church on roller skates. Indeed, so widespread is the practice that many roads uh, in the capital are closed until 8 p.m. to provide Christmas worshipers with a safe passage. It's fucking sick. It is fucking sick. All I could think about is how many fucking people probably eat it completely dressed for Christmas mass just with roller skates on. And that's so funny to me. I'm sorry. That's so fucking funny. What else do I have? This one right here, as I was writing it, thinking about the two of you, I started dying laughing in Catalonia. Pooping their way through Christmas is the title of this one. Ooh. Well, it makes sense for all the gravy and all the lactose intolerant people in the world. Hey, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the bizarre Catalan tradition of. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, he wiped his tear. The tradition of <laughs> cacatio, or uh, defecating log. Um. Locals in Catalonia create a character of a log, drawing a face on it and giving it a hat. They then spend a fortnight feeding it fruits, nuts, and sweets. 
On Christmas Eve, the entire family beats the log with sticks and sings a traditional song that translates to, if you don't crap, we'll beat it out of you with a stick. Until the log excretes, excretes all of its treats, it's hard to comprehend why this tradition hasn't caught on elsewhere. Um, they also decorate their nativity scenes with small pooping ceramic kaga. Ca- this is this is someone's culture. Grow up. <laughs> I, I'm trying. I'm trying. Usually well-known characters, often drawn from uh, the year's news, the figurines always have their pants down around their ankles. This is the greatest fucking tradition, and I'm looking into pictures of this. Okay, do you, you know think what? this is where Mr. Hanky came from? That's, That's all I can exactly think of. exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. That's all oh, I can sorry. think of is, is the Christmas crap. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's it's so fucking funny. Wow. Can you send yeah. that to me? What That's is super it? interesting. Yeah. Damn, I, I, I want to mention that on my next episode because, of course, I'm doing a Christmas episode. So yeah, I think, should. damn, damn, damn. <laughs> if you want, I could come on and say the names for you. I could read them on your episode if you'd like. Okay, I'd like to grow listeners. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so... Uh, real quick shout out to Kwanzaa because Tyler and I love fucking Kwanzaa. We love Kwanzaa. Ashley, do you know about Kwanzaa? I don't Perfect. celebrate it, but yes. All right. Uh, Kwanzaa started by Dr. Maulana Korenga in 1966. Kwanzaa was initially meant to be a replacement of Christmas for Africans, but instead became an additional holiday to be recognized and celebrated. Kwanzaa is observed over seven days. Celebrated from the 26th of December to the 1st of January, Kwanzaa spans seven days, each day focused on a particular moral belief or value. Those seven values are unity self-determination, collective work and responsibility, cooperative economics, purpose, creativity, and faith. Kwanzaa is observed with seven candles. Each candle represents one of those core values. The candles are black, green, and red. That's, that's, I don't want to, you know, make fun of Kwanzaa in any kind of way or anything, because honestly, I fucking love Kwanzaa. Since the first time we read about it, I just thought it was magic. Like, I'm, I'm all about Kwanzaa. No, it's a great, it's a cool holiday. Now, if we have Ashley and Tyler in the same room and we don't talk movies, it's a wasted episode. So I'm I'm doing this. I'm doing this. Oh. I have the two oh. of you here. I have the best Christmas movies according to Rotten Tomatoes. I grabbed the first one, two, three, four, five. I have the top five according to Rotten Tomatoes, and then I have more movies. Okay. Yes. And this is based on the tomato score. These this is not a user-based thing on Rotten Tomatoes. This, this is, is the, the tomato, the tomato score. score. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number one is Meet Me in St. Louis, hundred percent from nineteen forty-four. Do you guys know this movie? Yeah, I do, actually. And? Wizard of Oz. Judy Garland, right? Am I wrong? Maybe. All I have is the write-up of, of it, in case you guys didn't know about it. It's divided into a series of seasonal vignettes. Uh, starting with summer 1903, it relates the story of the year in the life of the Smith family in St. Louis, leading up to the opening of the Louisiana Purchase Exposition, commonly known as the World Fair in the spring of 1904. I know the movie. I've just never seen it. All right. I thought it was something completely different. So no, <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen it. Okay. <laughs> N- number two is The Shop Around the Corner from 1940. 99% it has. You guys know this one? Jeez, the Shop Around the Corner? No. Yeah, no. I gotta Google this shit. It's based on the 1937 Hungarian play Parfumery, eschewing regional politics in the years leading up to World War II. This film is about two employees at a leather goods shop in Budapest who can barely stand each other, not realizing they are falling in love as anonymous correspondents through letters. So it sounds it sounds nice. Oh, James Stewart. I love him. He's actually going to gonna be on one of our next episodes. Hey, uh, <laughs> that sounds uh, like no- a fun little screwball uh, story. It does. Are it these, does. It sounds cool. Are these Christmas movies? These are Christmas movies. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Okay. Number three okay. is The Holdovers from 2023 starring Paul Giamatti. This one looks interesting. I've never oh, even heard of it. I can't wait to see this. I actually bought it and I'm waiting to watch it. Yeah. Set in 1970, it follows a curmudgeon curmudgeonly history teacher at a new england boarding school who is forced to chaperone the handful of students with nowhere else to go over christmas break mm-hmm. sounds really fun this looks, this looks fun it's from the guy that did um sideways okay uh number four is tangerine from 2015 this tangerine. is the weirdest one on the list it's a transgender sex worker uh as she transverses the underbelly of los angeles in search of her pimp who uh was her ex-lover and his new lover so there's that and finally wow, number how five the a24 not put this out right <laughs> number five miracle on 34th street from 1947 yes! this is the only one on the list that i knew ashley do you do you love this one i love that one i love the original i love the remake i i just think the story is so good i love the whole concept of not like raining on someone's parade uh-huh and the first time i ever watched christmas on 34th street was like three years ago and oh, i was wow. old enough oh, wow. I'm, I'm happy i was old enough to understand it I cried like a baby. It's so, if you haven't seen it, you have to watch it. And I actually recommend that you watch the original. From 1947? 
That's I, that, the remake has uh, Daniel Hilliard's daughter, I think. Miranda Hilliard. <laughs> you would. There he goes. Um, so Miracle on 34th Street, if anyone doesn't know, it's the story that takes place between Thanksgiving Day and Christmas Day in New York City. Uh, it focuses on the effect of a department store Santa Claus who claims to be the real Santa. It's it's a really wholesome movie. Honorable mention, I want to talk about uh, It's a Wonderful World. It's it's I saw it also just last year. It's a classic. Wonderful um, Life. One, is it a wonderful life? Yeah. A wonderful life. It's a really good fucking movie. Really good fucking movie. I have now the most watched Christmas movies. Um, yeah, I have the top 10. Number one, Home Alone. Yes. Number two, A Christmas Story. Yep. All right. Number three, A Charlie Brown Christmas. A Charlie Brown Christmas. Very good. Number four, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yes. Number five is Elf. No. Number six, oh, Christmas yeah. Vacation. Yep. Seven, It's a Wonderful Life. Apparently, Tyler is right. Uh, number yep. eight, The Santa Claus. Number nine, Miracle on 34th Street. And number 10, Tyler, I apologize, Die Hard. Oh, okay. I was waiting for Die Hard or Lethal Weapon to pop up at some point. And now the fun part. We have Ashley and we have Tyler in the same room. And I have the scariest Christmas movies. There was a list of a ton of them. I grabbed ones that I've never heard of before, except for one of them. Let's see. Let's see how this goes. All right. Um, Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale from 2010. Have either of you heard of this movie? No. no. I got these because I think you guys will fucking love them. A young boy named Paitari and his friend Juso think a secret mountain drilling project near their home in northern Finland has uncovered the tomb of Santa Claus. However, this, a monstrous evil Santa... Unlike the the cheery of St. Nick uh, legend, when Petrie's father captures a feral old man in his wolf trap, the man they hold uh, is the key to why reindeer are being slaughtered and children are disappearing. Damn, I could have watched it until the reindeer part. I don't know. Damn. That's just insinuated. That sounds interesting. Though. I've never heard of that. Yeah, that's that's one of them that I have on the list. Number two, uh, Better Watch Out from 2016. Tyler and I have talked about this. Ashley, have you seen this movie? That movie yeah. is so good. I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm so happy you've seen this. We saw that so, in a what? At a convention or something? We saw it what at a screening. Yeah, like it was like a screening. Yeah, it was it was a lot, a lot huh. of fun. Um, For anyone that hasn't heard of or seen the, the, the girl character's name is Ashley, surprisingly. So Ashley travels to the suburban home of the learners to babysit their 12-year-old son, Luke, during the holidays. She must soon defend herself and the young boy when unwelcome intruders announce their arrival. This movie is basically home alone in real life it's 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 really really it's a good. trip it's a trip rec- it's a lot of fun yeah. i believe i recommended it on my never-ending quest last year nice that was um, a good time the next next one on my list anna and the apocalypse from 2017 a i didn't zombie, see it because it's a musical it is a little bit of a musical yeah a zombie apocalypse threatens the sleepy town of little haven at christmas forcing anna and her friends to fight slash and sing their way to survival no Facing i would undead not in a it. desperate race uh, to reach their loved ones, but they soon discover that no one is safe in this new world, and with civilization falling apart around them, the only people they can truly rely on are each other. You both hate this, oh. right? I'm not a slut for fucking musicals, unless it's the Muppet Treasure Island or The Greatest Showman. I'm not a musical person. They make me feel uncomfortable, which is weird because <laughs> I went to an art school, but yeah. I just, I don't no. know. So I wouldn't watch it even if someone was like, hey, we're going to watch Anna and the Apocalypse. Cool. I'll be over there. I'm not a slut for fucking musicals. Should have that on a t-shirt. Yeah. We'll put that on your next intro when I make, <laughs> your, when I make your next yes, intro please. song. Actually, can you please, please re-up us for 2024? Can, can we get something? Do you want a new theme song for 2024? Yes, please. Send me that voice clip and then okay. all the other ones you think are funny between the two of you that you can remember. And oh then I'll make I'll make a new one. The the last thing Thank that needs much. to happen is when you were like cracking up and you're like, that's the funniest shit I ever heard. Like that's that should be the the last little thing. This is the funniest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad my pain brings pleasure to you. You're like the real life Hellraiser. Oh, God. God. <laughs> was she about to pass out? Why did she sound I, like that? Be, because I we were talking about uh when I came from the gulf war and i ended up you know uh-huh. coming from that country into being disrespected by the two of you from my halloween whole, uh zebra uh, costume the whole concept of like you've <laughs> been through these like horrific world events but what broke you was us making fun of your zebra costume yeah 
So she was like fucking like completely out of breath, and she's like, "That's the funniest shit I ever heard." Like she could barely <laughs> breathe. Like that that should be the last little bit of it. The reason why I didn't, I I don't know. Like I just I feel weird putting my inserting myself into your intro song. So unless you can give me other guests to put onto it, I wouldn't feel exactly comfortable there, just myself. Definitely no. We're taking be, Keaton out of there. Yeah, yeah, get Keaton out of there with the uh, with the. If I wanted nuts in my mouth, I'd I'd go into porn. Um, I'll, yeah, we I'll should put get completely some new in ones into it. Deal, deal, yeah. perfect. Yeah. We'll get some clips over to you. Um, the next one on my list is Christmas Bloody Christmas, twenty twenty two. It's weird that there's all these oh. new ones. Yeah, Chris. Uh, yeah, twenty twenty two. Christmas Bloody Christmas. Christmas Bloody yeah. Christmas. It's Christmas Eve and fiery record store owner Tori Toombs just wants to get drunk and party until the robotic Santa Claus at a nearby toy store goes haywire and makes her night. More than a little complicated. Santa Fuck embarks yeah. on a <laughs> yeah. Santa embarks on a rampant killing spree through the neon drenched snow uh, snowscape, ultimately forcing Tori into a blood splattered battle for survival. This one, this one sounds robot. awesome. Yeah, when you said robot. I'm in. Let's do it. <laughs> this looks like there's a. They fought a little bit to not be a B-rated movie. Mm. Oh, it's not Shutter. Not. A You're not sold on this rated movie. No, that's why I actually really appreciate Tyler. Cause I know Tyler loves B rated horror movies. So yeah. it's like, he can watch it for me. And if he would think I'd like it, then I would watch it. Cause I, <laughs> I can't, I can't tolerate a B rated movie. Cause if, that, if your acting sucks, you better have good fucking quality of a camera crew because you can fake a good quality movie with shitty acting, but you can't have shitty quality production with shitty actors. Just saying I'm out. That's I'm, fair. I'm, Okay. That was my rant. I'm over. <laughs> I'll let you know if Killer Robot Santa is any good. Okay. Tyler, will, will you watch Christmas Bloody Christmas and get back to us? Yeah, I got to write that down. Write that one down, please. Christmas Bloody Christmas uh, 2022. Something that I've learned in the last year is how to tell if a movie is probably going to be B-rated versus like high quality is how sick their poster art is. If it looks just amazing, it's a B-rated movie. <laughs> Go to Tubi. Click horror and scroll, and I guarantee oh. you everything with like yeah. a bitchin' poster art, B-rated movie. <laughs> yeah, to be to be that's where all the over the place is. where they they'll just they'll dupe you into watching crap. Yeah, yeah I've, I've fallen into that trap too. <laughs> that's where my trust issues began with Tubi. Yeah, I'd really want to sit on the couch with the two of you and like have you guys fawn over some movie that you want to see and then watch it and it turned out to be crap because I just want to see how the two of you just break down. You know, I just want to see at what point you guys fall apart. We've discussed two out of this. three tries on Tubi. I won't finish a movie if I if I can't pay attention to it within the first twenty minutes. I'm out. That's it. But Tyler will watch okay. the whole fucking thing, though. <laughs> yeah, and I, that's why I appreciate his opinion. All right, he yeah. commits. Okay. Yep. 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 The review's coming. The final one I have is The Lodge from 2019. Oh, I've heard of this. Ooh. The Lodge. During a family retreat to a remote winter cabin yeah, yeah, over yeah. the holidays, the father is forced to abruptly depart for work, leaving his two children in a in the care of his new girlfriend, Grace. Isolated and alone, a blizzard traps them inside the lodge as terrifying events summon specters from Grace's dark past. Sounds interesting. I'm actually probably going to watch that one tonight. Um, there was another one. Fuck, I don't know what it's called, but uh, Kira Knightley's in it. It's newer. And that was the one I wanted to watch. It's like uh, Apocalypse, End of the World, and it's like their Silent Night. That's what it's called. 2021. Silent Night. There it is. I love B-rated End of the World disaster movies. Velocipaster. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great title. <laughs> that's that's not even a B-rated movie. That's not even on the alphabet. It's so bad. Yeah, that's a ZZ fucking film. ZZ film. Exorcist. <laughs> not like sharknado or anything just like world's ending you're all fucked movies okay continue so the next thing that i have unless you guys have honorable mentions for scary christmas movies have you seen threads no me either What's it about? is that the right title let me see if that's the right title i think it is yeah threads it's um it's about like after like a nuclear ravaged thing in england oh it was a show it is a movie 1984 1984 yeah I think you'd like that. It's really dark. Like, it's, it's fucking dark. Anyway, yeah, you like it too, Eric. I'll watch it. This is my honorable mention because I know it's it's one of those things where there's a meme online that says, what's one movie that you love that the world seems to hate, but you'll fight till the end for it? Black Christmas. Which one? I don't think I saw that. They remade Wait, it the, twice. The latest remake? Yeah, they did in 06 and the one that just came out a couple years I ago. Did. 
I was talking about the 06 one, but I didn't know there was a remake. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it just it was like 2019. It was right before the pandemic, obviously. Oh, damn. Isn't having the two of them together in the room, isn't it magic? Are you guys enjoying it as much <laughs> as you're doing? Like, I, you know, I'm spoiled because I get to see their faces as they like light up from seeing a new thing that they haven't seen before. But you're all doing <laughs> it and it's, it's fucking magic. This is the magic. Don't get me wrong. I'm all for girl power. Don't get me wrong. But I feel like just from looking at this picture, can you see it? Oh, it's that's like, the newer one. Yeah. Yeah. For the new one, yeah. it's like four Black girls Christmas. holding like fucking Michonne poses like they're going to kick someone's ass. And then the, yeah. the top, it says slay girls. I'm don't. <laughs> yeah. it, it's don't, pretty woke. I was going to say, don't ruin a movie by pointing out that it's four girls kicking someone's ass. We know it's four girls kicking someone's ass. Don't point it out. Just do it. So the 06 Black Christmas is the way to go. For yeah, I like that one. There's boobs. Yeah. In it. Oh, so <laughs> is it Michelle Trackenberg in that one? Is she in that yes. one? Yes. It was a stacked cast for the early 2000s. Right. That's right. Gretchen that Wieners one. is in it. Of, you, yeah, of you, Harriet the Spy uh, fame? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Nice you job. could watch it, Eric. Eric, that could be a horror movie that you could watch. It'd be considered a slasher, not like a jump scare. You should watch it. I think you'd like it. Yeah. I can't tell if you got the, the original fuck ha- me or not. The original has Olivia Hussey. <laughs> Who's Olivia Hussey? She's an actress in that movie. I <laughs> I knew he would crack with Hussey, so that's why. <laughs> uh, the the final little bit I have. Uh, speaking of Christmas, you can't talk about Christmas without the Christmas songs. Ashley, do you have a favorite Christmas song? Every year, it's a different one. Every year, what is it this year? Mm. This year it's Kisses for Christmas, and I don't know who sings it. Unless you, you want it, or like, is it just whatever you're in the mood for? Well, I have the ra- the Christmas radio playing November 12th, the day after <laughs> Remembrance Day. I immediately have it on 24 seven in the kitchen. Every year, there's just one that I just seem to go like, oh yeah, this is a real bopper. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I know the song. But every year, it just seems to be one that I'm more like into. Like last year, it was Six White Boomers, which is an Australian one, which got taken off the radio because the guy was a pedophile. But it's classic. Six White Boomers, Snow White Boomers. That sounds like the Republican uh, Congressional Party right now. Like the people vying for presidency. (laughs) Six White Boomers. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty much. We just had our debate. That's pretty much what it was. Yeah. Um. Water. That was funny. That was good. <laughs> Tyler, what about you, Ben? Favorite favorite Christmas song? I always like Little Drummer Boy. I, I love that song. All right. I'm class. not seeing any of it, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know what. I, but there was a pause. I don't know if people were expecting a, like a performance. All right. Well, mine, mine last year. I'm like Ashley. It changes. So last year it was the I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. That fucking song is so fun. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. This year, it's Oh Night Divine. I don't know who the fuck sings it, but I really like it. Oh Night it Divine? It's, it's, a, it's a girl. Yeah, there's versions of it. I heard one with Kelly Clarkson singing it. Um, the reason Mariah I really Carey. like it. Mar- Mar- no, it's not the Mariah Carey one. I know that. I know the exact one you're talking about because I can hear it in my head. Yeah. It's there's not an Celine Dion? It's possible that she has a version of it too. Everyone sings this song. Everyone sings this song. But the reason it came up for me is because on Frasier, there's an episode where... Um, his dad Martin is going to be in a church play and he's uh, tasked with singing that song and he can't hit the high note where it's like, Oh night divine. Like he can't, he can't do it without his voice cracking. So it's just a really funny thing. And it got stuck in my head. So I have the most streamed Christmas songs. I have the top five. Uh, number one. Um, go ahead. Go ahead and say it, Tyler. Uh, we'll wait till number one. Okay, so I'll start Still at number five. From five, yeah. Number yeah. five, uh, it's beginning to look a lot, a lot like Christmas. That's the Michael Bublé version. It has 864 million streams. Number four, uh, Santa Tell Me by Ariana Grande, 890. Jesus, honey. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just, I, I'm offended. 896 streams since its release in 2014. Uh, number three... <laughs> Rock, oh, rock, no. rocking around the Christmas tree, uh, 925 million streams. Um, it, it was released in 1958, so it's like even before Ashley was born. Um, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> number two, uh, Last Christmas by Wham, 1.2 billion with a B streams, uh, released in 1986. Number one, Tyler Ashley, what was it? Right. Singing. All I want for Christmas is you. 
one and a half billion with a B streams since its release in 1994. So, okay. Hear me out. Hear me out. Give it to us. It's a good song. Mariah mm-hmm. Carey can sing. She can mm-hmm. sing. She can fucking sing. There's no arguing that. It's considered the season of Mariah now. Like it is Christmas time. It's the season of Mariah. And I think it's more or less a publicity thing because I don't think that's the greatest Christmas song of all time a- at all. It's just the most played. That's uh, it's it's the most played uh, because of like TikTok. I think I think also, and I heard Last Christmas by Wham. I heard it in Target today, and um, that song may have more plays than All I Want for Christmas Is You if it wasn't nine minutes long. Like it's just is fucking. It, it doesn't end. It just fucking <laughs> doesn't. I don't know for sure, but it just doesn't fucking end. I'm like, this one would probably have double or triple the plays since 1986, but they've probably only played the song in its entirety four times since then. It's just fucking you long. The it doesn't end. <laughs> Yeah. Actually, I actually enjoyed Taylor Swift's version of it. I can't believe I just said that. Um, she has a version of it that's really good. No, she's a Swifty. No, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> so I blame society. <laughs> this was our holiday episode. This was we had Ashley Lana on with us. Ashley, this was pretty much the year of Ashley Lana. Like seriously, like don't you, say that. Don't this say was that. A lot of fun, dude. This was a lot of fun we've had with you over this year, and you've come on every single time we asked, and we've played so many fucking random games and done so much shit and you're always like okay and you come and do it and we have a blast you know you're always down and and we so 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 appreciate you and and having you and we can't wait for 2024 to even do more stuff with you absolutely i'm i love coming on your guys' show it's so i'm always so comfortable with your guys' show thank you so much thank you um just so you know i don't know if you heard it but our phobia and fetish part two episode with you had 290% more plays than any of our other episodes. So in 2024, if you want to come on and talk about feet or something, like, you know, it would be great for ratings. <laughs> feet I, I don't understand. It's such a popular episode. I state clearly I'm not into feet, but people yeah. are asking me why I'm, they're asking me why I'm so into feet. I'm not. <laughs> so you heard it straight from Ashley. Shut your foot. <laughs> She's not into it. Um, the final song of the day. Eric put his foot in his mouth. God damn it. Put your fucking foot in your mouth. (laughs) Oh, man. The final song of the day for 2023. Ashley, what do you have for us? You have something? Uh, Ashley likes to go last. Tyler, what do you, what do you have? Final one of the day, 2023. Little Drummer Boy by Public Domain. By Public Domain, huh? Is that the artist? No, that's because it's in the public domain for all of us to enjoy. Um, my final song of the day. I've been listening to this fucking song nonstop. It's called Another Love by Tom O'Dell. It's it's I can't fucking stop listening to this song. It's so fucking good. Uh Ashley, what do you have for us? I'm trying to find the exact okay, here it is. It's by Train. Mm-hmm. And it's a Christmas song and it's called Shake Up Christmas. Shake Up Christmas? Okay. So check out Ashley at Lullaby the Fear Podcast. She's fucking amazing. We have high, high hopes for her. She's going to do great things in 2024. I I have to say this. The last episode that we had, in the end of the episode, I said we're going to get, uh, what's his name, Tyler? Carol O'Connor on with us? Yeah. Yeah. Just that same Recorded day. on Tuesday. Yeah, just hours after that happened, the creator of the show, Norman Lear, <laughs> Norman Lear died. So, like, what the fuck, man? Happened again. It happened Uncanny. again. Uncanny. So on the first episode back in 2024, we're going to do an Origins episode and I'm going to get Rita Hayworth on with us. So I'm really excited about that. And and I'm adding to the website, teamtnapodcast.com. I'm going to set up a petition. I want everyone to sign it, forcing Ashley to watch Kim's Convenience. Once I have that, once I have that up, I'm going to, you know, I'll send it over so everyone else can see it as well. Um, Ashley, any final thought 2023? There has never been a show I've never wanted to watch less <laughs> okay i'll Fuck. make you a deal i'll make you a deal i don't want to see terrifier i don't want to watch kim's convenience deal you don't have to watch terrifier just watch the second one no i was gonna say eric for each terrifier movie that you watch i will watch a season of kim's convenience a season Ooh. how long are those how many seasons are there? there's like it matters five. not it matters fucking not eric because if you're watching it hour or two hour movie and i have to sit through like 40 minute fucking episodes of something i don't want to watch two hours is fine bitch fair final thought for 2023 anything last minute i just want you to watch something just watch a fucking movie get some culture 
Watch Terrifier 2. Yes, before the third one comes out. Because here, uh-huh. here's where here's what you gotta do. You gotta watch the first two before the third one comes out, because once the third one comes out, you've already watched the first two, so I'm not gonna argue you to watch the third one, because you've already committed. So pick your battles, Eric. And wasn't the third one actually announced to be a Christmas movie? My, yeah. How uh, very festive. I thought it was. Could be wrong. People are going like bananas because at the beginning he kills a kid. But then I'm like, so it's not a Mary Sue fucking horror movie. Get over it. In real life. Okay. In real life, Art the Clown was real. And he walked into a house and was going to kill a bunch of people. Do you think he would just leave a kid? No. Well, you wouldn't know, Eric. Why the, why the fuck am I looking at you, Eric? Tyler. You- <laughs> <laughs> no. Absolutely not. Everyone's so, going. Let's stick to realism. No Mary Sues here. Amen. Fair. Fair. And we will see you all back here in 2024. Check out Ashley at Lullaby the Fear Podcast. Check us out at Team TNA Podcast. And Happy New Year.